0: This is Give Me Some Truth, a podcast from Walkner Condon Financial Advisors in Madison, Wisconsin. Give Me Some Truth is dedicated to providing an accessible and authentic view into the financial services industry, as well as current events and investment concepts that you can apply in your day-to-day life.
1: You've got to leave your money
0: behind you. Welcome back to Give Me Some Truth. On this guy. sunny spring day, Keith and myself, Mitch, are in the booth, and I've I've known you for a few years, Keith, but I think this is the first us two in the booth for a podcast session that we've ever done. Indeed it is. Uh, I feel a little bit like
1: the inmates running the asylum here, but uh, <laughs> we we were chatting today and we both kind of thought it, we had some insight on a, a topic that the weather outside is putting us uh, in the mood for and that's spring cleaning. Now, do you guys do a big
0: spring clean at your house? In... Theory, yes. <laughs> so we have these grand ideas. For example, two years ago, did I buy this massive Windex window cleaner thing from Costco that still is yet to be opened because I was gonna, you know, do a deep, thorough clean of all the windows in the house, and that's still sitting there. But you know, we'll we'll at least hopefully get the the spring and summer clothing up out of the basement, back in the closets again, and you know, do some general. General housekeeping items, but what's that look like in your house? Well, this is my first spring in the
1: in the new house, so I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out. I try to do it a little bit at a time. I'm looking forward to throwing open the the windows though, and and getting uh, you know some of the the man smells out of my house <laughs> since I'm a, a bachelor. But uh, yeah, I, I I when I was a kid, uh, I remember very clearly. You know, first day of spring break, I was required to clean my room, and Ooh. that was a, a long process. Yeah, w- w- in fact, we were, you know, uh, John was This saying, wasn't, like, down
0: in Florida in your, n- like no, condo no, room. No, this was no, 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 you know, <laughs>
1: so when John, you know, was saying his his kids were, you know, complaining that they weren't going anywhere cool for to Florida or anything like that, I I was... Wanted to point out that, you know, my first day of spring break was cleaning my room generally. Um, So, you know, not a lot of sympathy. John, if your kids are listening, not a lot of sympathy from me for them. But, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, in your household, was this also when uh, taxes were getting done?
0: Yes. So this is tax time too. And you know, the sun's out and here in our office, we've got a bunch of Florida ceiling windows that bring a lot of light in. The temperatures are increasing, still a little chilly at night at times, but yes, it is tax time. And as a matter of fact, I filed my wife and I's taxes maybe two to three weeks ago already. So it is tax time. It's still relevant for some of our clients. There's still actions that we actually need to take in some cases, because April fifteenth is coming up at the, the time of this recording, we're still a few weeks out. But how's that looking for you, Keith? This spring, uh, I, I'm. I have to confess,
1: I haven't done my taxes yet. And as the the weather gets nicer and nicer, uh, I'm feeling more and more pressure to get them done. Um, and in fact, you know, uh, I've got a. I've assembled all of the documents and and I've got the TurboTax or. QuickBooks, I forget which, ready queued up on my computer to go. I just need to start putting the putting the data in um, and and working through the. And I think you know taxes are sort of the the metaphorical spring cleaning of our our finances because we start bringing all that stuff together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, proof of health care, all the contributions we've made through the year. Um, and so I don't know how what kind of process you have, how you assemble all these things or get these documents together, but uh, you're an engineer, so I, I imagine there's a pretty clean process going on.
0: It's It's pretty clean. I do have some still just are paper, literally paper things that you get in the mail, right? Some you can pull down from the Internet. I hope we get to a point that I can just do everything online at some point. A lot of the listeners I know are in the Wisconsin retirement system, and you'll get your ETF statement once a year in the mail, unless you have to probably go through some loops to hoops to, to get it. But you know, stuff like that still comes to paper. But as far as consolidation goes, yeah, I try to get it all electronically if at all possible, consolidate it. I do use TurboTax as well. And when it comes to this time of year, kind of like Keith was saying, it's spring cleaning, it's tax time. And it's actually a great time because everything is right there. Whether you're kind of looking back in the rear view at, all right, what happened when I'm doing, you know, we're looking at 2018 tax year right now. So what happened in 2018? How do I anticipate changes in 2019 financially going forward or insurance or whatever that might be? Healthcare, all these different things. You you have a lot of different pieces moving and they're they're consolidated at one time. And as we were talking, we said, well, what better time to, to do this spring cleaning, right? So tax time, it's great time. And there's a few things. There's a handful of things that we want to go through on this podcast. And so Keith, for starters, what is what's one of the first things that That comes to mind when it comes to actually doing some cleaning around this idea. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we can talk a little bit about it because it's both metaphorical
1: and uh, literal cleaning that we can do. Right. Because we have those paper documents. And I think that's a literal cleanup stage uh, because
0: I've got a massive folder still in my basement of pretty much everything that I've ever done tax wise. And it's just kind of hanging out down there. It, and it probably should be in a safe, but it's not. So yeah, th- and those and criminals and that are listening <laughs> to this podcast, please do not go to my home. <laughs> we
1: won't tell you where Mitch lives. Um, and, and so this is a case where, you know, this is kind of literal uh, cleaning. And, and depending on your situation and you'll want to you know, if you work with an accountant, talk to your accountant. But generally, you know, all your tax returns that you've ever put together, you should keep those. Um, but then they're preferably securely. Yeah. Securely in a safe, right.
0: Maybe even a backup, you know, electronically one, one in the safe kind of deal.
1: Yep. Um, and then, uh, one of the things that, that comes up at this time of year is a lot of tax firms to sort of celebrate the end will do a free paper shredding. And so then, you know, uh, you'll want to think about shredding that stuff that you don't need. Right. Uh, particularly, you know, anything, regarding business records or stuff like that that you've kept for more than seven years, generally it's a good idea to look at shredding that uh, stuff between three and seven years you're going to want to take on a case-by-case basis, but it's sort of dependent on, you know, your situation. And again, if you have a, an accountant, they may give you some guidance, but, you know, take advantage of that free free shredding to drop that stuff off and, and you know, turn that into into paper chips, I guess.
0: And there are actually some guidelines on that directly on the IRS website. You can do a quick Google search and if it's been a handful of years but you're not really sure, do I hold on this, do I not? Depending on the situation, the IRS might have a very clear stance on on if you should or or maybe you could probably get to the the shredder at that point. So there are guidelines out there that are publicly available.
1: Yeah. And so that's a good, you know, good place to kind of point out the uh, you know, uh Meta, uh, to transition from the literal spring cleaning stuff, right where you're getting garbage out of your house, you know, maybe you're putting putting stuff away that that you took out from the safe as well. You know, any you know secure financial documents that you need, if you had to for whatever reason review a, a will or a trust, good idea to put that away now. You know, put that clean it up, put it into the into the safe. But then, you know, there are these metaphorical things, and as you said, Mitch, uh, you know, those things are right in front of you. And I think one of the things that this year um, that was hidden and is now brought out into the fore were some of the changes regarding withholding that were part of the the 2017 uh, tax changes. Uh, One of the biggest ones is that less was, pardon, uh, yeah, less was withheld from your paycheck each individual paycheck under the changes that code that might have been a surprise to some people exactly and and so they're seeing it now as oh my goodness i'm not getting this kind of expected return that i usually get cancel
0: the spring break vacation
1: (laughs) yep that i get at this time of year and so there are some there are some kind of metaphorical spring cleaning things that you can still do uh in particular with with your ira right
0: Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to this time of year and cleaning up things, and for starters, part of this spring cleaning that we we talk about could be doing just a quick review of, all right, did I actually max out the channels that are available to me? Because sometimes if if maybe accounts have moved around or maybe you you change advisors and maybe you hired us and you moved from a different advisor to us and maybe there's a, a period of time where your auto contributions weren't occurring. So, you know, are, are your IRAs a place that have been actually maxed out? Because you have until tax time, April 15th this year, I believe last year was the 17th, but April 15th this year, where you can still make some contributions. And, you know, there there are cases where they might be deductible. And then sometimes there's not, you know, depending on if it's traditional or Roth and, and things like that. That's a whole discussion in and of, of itself. But an IRA is one place that you can take a look at. All right, am I actually utilizing this to the extent that it can be utilized?
1: Yeah, and I think uh, this is a great case where you know uh, before you submit that that you know tax return, it's a good time to call up, double check with your financial advisor if you haven't already had a review meeting with us. Part of maybe a, a, a spring cleaning item there is set up a set up a review meeting with your advisor to just kind of go through all of this. But it may be a case where, you know, if you look closely at that, you have some, you have some money, uh, kind of on hand. And if you put some money in an IRA, you can deduct that from your taxes and maybe help yourself, uh, back to some of that refund that you, you were expecting, uh, maybe not enough for uh, a spring break ba- vacation, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, maybe, a uh, a drink while you're watching the badgers this weekend. <laughs> right? Right.
0: Yeah, so so deductions are are relevant, right? So not only are you putting money away towards your future in a tax-deferred way, but you know, there's there's deduction advantages too that are a little bit more more they're realized more in the short term, I guess you could say, yeah. than some of the long-term benefits. All right. So we've covered a couple things, but let's move on to the next item of spring cleaning and that is around automating things. Keith, we were talking a little bit as we were prepping before this podcast, but what are some things that we might be able to automate as part of our spring cleaning when we're getting our financial houses in order this spring?
1: Well, one of the things that you pointed out, right, was the idea of uh, automating your retirement contributions and making sure that's in place. Uh, If you are eligible to contribute to an IRA or if you are contributing to a Roth IRA, uh, a good idea is, you know, we call it paying yourself first. And it's a commonly preached idea that when you get a paycheck, you should put that money away for retirement. Um, And one way is the IRA and uh, the other is, is through 401ks as well. And I think I'll leave it a little bit to Mitch to talk about how you might want to review your 401ks at this point of year point of the year pardon. But what you can do is start making automatic contributions to your IRA account. Uh, if it's, you know, say you're under 50, under 50 and you want to put away 5,500, you know, and you get uh, 48, you know, pay periods, good ideas, maybe 110, a paycheck, good way of paying yourself in advance and automating that. So, Once that money shows up in your, you know, bank account from the paycheck, it goes out automatically to your IRA account. And then, you know, you get a notification that it's been deposited there. You'll get a record in January of the contributions that you'll use for next year's taxes. And, you know, here at at Walkner and if we're aware of that, we can set it up so that is automatically, you know, invested for you when the contribution is made.
0: And on the 401k side, the the deduction from your paycheck is is probably automatic as it is, but when it comes to automating some of these things and you're and doing our spring cleaning on the retirement plan side of your employer-sponsored plan, such as a 401k, you might want to look at, okay, am I able to contribute more potentially you know do I need to bump up my contributions by a percent or two if you maxed it last year in 2018 for example do does your HR department know that in 2019 the, the what you can put away on a tax deferred basis into your 401k has actually increased from eighteen thousand five hundred if you're under fifty to nineteen thousand if you're over fifty there's a, a catch up there another an additional six grand. So that's another thing that you might want to check in. If you're already maxing it, am I going to continue to max it the way my my contributions are currently set up in 2019 and going forward? So that's another idea. Another thing as far as automating is looking at a potential rebalance schedule within your 401k. Now, we manage some of our clients' 401ks, and we have a, a quarterly flag in our system to make sure we do a risk review and everything on that. But some... 401k platforms will allow you to schedule an automatic rebalance and that might be something that you want to look into if you have questions about that obviously you can feel free to give us a call and we can offer an opinion but that's another way to make sure that your investments are aligning in the way that you want them to in accordance to the risk that you're willing to take within your 401k plan based on however long you're you're planning on investing before before ultimately hoping to to use that money someday
1: one of the other things too that we talked about uh, was should you have uh, you know perhaps received a pay bump in January new new year or you know sometimes uh, the corporate year starts uh, February first and so you may have received a, a a pay raise and you're looking at your situation and you may not have been contributing the full amount you know maybe you were putting away five percent of your paycheck. And now that you know you've received this raise, you know hopefully other costs have stayed steady, and you're going to have some more money that you're taking home. That it may be a good case to automatically increase the amount that you're uh, putting away uh, instead of putting away five percent, put away six percent.
0: And sometimes it's literally as little as that one yep. percent that you mentioned. And when we go around and do education types of, of I don't know if presentations is the right word, but we do client education for some of the 401k plans that we run. So we're the advisor on the 401k plan. There's a bunch of participants at the, at the small businesses that we do that for, and we do education for them. And we can illustrate on the effect of 1%. Compounding over time is a huge, huge thing. And that, that 1% actually can be rather significant over over a good chunk of time. So I just wanted to point that out. Sorry yeah. to interrupt there. No, Keith. no, no. And
1: and well, it it also speaks to one of the things as well that you may find that your plan allows you to automatically increase by one percent or one half percent every year as well. And so if you have that option, it may make sense for you, you know, okay, this year I'm gonna raise it from five percent to five and a half percent, and then in twenty twenty, automatically without thinking about it, it's gonna raise it from five and a half percent to six percent if you just check that box and one of the things that you know we talk here in the office a lot about is behavioral finance is that if you can make these choices automatic pay yourself first and make that automatic in the long run you're going to have much better results than if you force yourself to go well you know it'd be great if I got that extra hundred dollars a month and you know could spend it on something else. Mm-hmm. And just making that small conscious choice to pay your retirement, pay yourself first, can help you in the long
0: run. And some people, when they experience a, a, the, the satisfaction of paying off some sort of financial debt, let's say it's in the form of a mortgage, right, which is kind of a leverage, but let's say you pay off a mortgage and then all of a sudden there's a monthly payment that you don't have to make anymore. Similarly, with the form of student loans, let's say there's, we work with a number of, of doctors and dentists, let's say, and they have very significant student loans because they are in school more than the average person. Once that loan is paid off, what are, you, what are they doing with the money, right? And, and that's where it's time to do some of the spring cleaning as you're realizing, all right, what else can I do with this? And the closer that you can get to that automatic step, Right, because it's hard to to actually make the first step, but once you do and then it's automate automatic then it's just it's just part of your budget and you're rolling and and it's really already taking place of something that you already were paying anyways. It's just a matter of where do you get it in the appropriate most tax advantageous and cost effective places for you and I think you know
1: making the that where is it most advantageous and cost effective decision is something that obviously those of us at Walkner Condon have lots of experience with and we're happy to talk about. One thing that you just brought up was the idea of payments stopping. And this is a really good time of year, I think, to start reviewing all of those automated payments that you might have. uh, The ones that you
0: may have forgotten about. Exactly.
1: And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the statistic, but for a long time, AOL, the dial-up internet service, was still making... A huge amount of money on people that had never used, were never using the dial up number.
0: Can can we go on a tangent here? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) So I think of Planet Fitness too, because I'm pretty sure it's $10 a month for the gym membership, which auto deducts from a a checking account. And I'm pretty sure that they've built their business on exactly
1: that. Well, I think they get you to sign up uh, when you're making your New Year's resolution. Yes. And then, you know, now that you've realized that you're not going to keep that New Year's resolution, good time to look back at it. Hopefully they didn't lock you in for, like, you know, 48 <laughs> years and your firstborn child to cancel the me- membership. But it's a good time to look at some of that stuff. You know, maybe you have a Hulu and a Netflix, and now that, you know, Netflix doesn't carry your favorite TV show anymore, you don't use that Netflix, you know – uh Subscription anymore, and it's a good time to to get rid of it. When's the last time you had an Amazon package delivered? Are you still paying for Prime? Also, Prime keeps raising Increasing. the price. <laughs> um, another case of this is you know, and and Mitch, I think you've gone uh, w- cableless or or wireless in this. Yes,
0: yeah, so I, I technically do not have cable, but I do have access to TV networks via the internet, YouTube TV. I'm a big fan, but where are you going with this because I could I could add to this discussion well because here. it's
1: a case where you know it's a monthly expense that you make you you have every month and maybe now as you know as we're doing this kind of financial house cleaning do you really need 400 channels you know i I signed up for and this still kind of makes me angry I had to jump up a tier in my cable package. So now I get HBO and Cinemax, and as the last movie you know I watched was from 1993. New movies just don't do it for me. I'm a curmudgeon in this way. I'm a big Turner Classic movies, but I had to sign up for this extra package because during the summer, uh, Fox Sports 2 had all this World Cup coverage, and I had to sign up for that to get this. So... You know, good chance to start reviewing, you know, these these things that you signed up for. Maybe it's a good time to to kick it off or maybe you signed up for a free deal. Mm-hmm. And now and all of a st- sudden I kicked n- in. Yeah. Now they're starting to charge you and, and
0: good time. Been there with my wife, Kaylee, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kaylee. to sell her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're going to have
0: a you're going to have a long talk tonight at home. <laughs> it, it was uh, a, an Adobe package of some sort software like photo software editing. I don't know but it, it kept on coming back. On. And the funny thing was it actually was on a credit card that we were no longer using. And then all of a sudden I started getting bills from that credit card again. I'm like, what is this charge the exact same amount every time on the card I no longer use? Yep.
1: And so this is a great time to, to pay attention, go through, you know, make sure you're, you're checking out all your credit cards, canceling them, getting rid of stuff that you, you
0: don't use or don't need. Yep. And in the case of YouTube TV, I have it. And actually what we've done, since there's no commitment, long-term commitment, basically we get it for sports. And once March Madness is done, I turn it off for the summer. So I I will plan on doing that again. You know, give me another month because March Madness is just getting in the full swing here. But that's one of those things where, I mean, that's 45 bucks, we'll call it after taxes a month. I mean, we could go out for dinner for that, you know? Yep. Uh, well, and, uh, you know, uh,
1: hopefully, in, you know, you can go out to a very nice uh, dinner because, uh, you know, Mitch is a Wolverine. <laughs> and so hopefully they're going to make a, a deep run in the tournament and his bracket. There we go. We'll will refra- f- reflect that. <laughs> there but, we go. Uh, I think uh, that's a pretty good place to, to wrap up. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be arguing about the Badgers versus the Wolverines here after uh, this podcast, but I think we, we ran through a number of things. If a, anybody at home has additional tips that they think of when they think of financial spring cleaning, or uh, they want to show Mitch how to use that Windex product that he bought <laughs> and has not yet deployed, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us here at Walkner Condon, and really appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to us today.
2: Advisory services are offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Wisconsin and Texas. Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, and Mitch DeWitt are investment advisor representatives of Walkner Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not be providing any advice that is investment related, nor should any comments that guests make should be construed as giving investment advice. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors LLC is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principle as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Wachner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Wachner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.